Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Schumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you to our Bible study this morning. We've been studying for some time now in the Gospel of John, and today we're going to be looking in John chapter 12. Now, if you have a copy of God's Word, I'd like to encourage you to open it up and let's turn to the Gospel of John and let's look in chapter number 12 together today. If you found your place there in your Bible, I want to encourage you this morning to look with me, and we're going to read verse 12 and 13 together, and we'll read a little bit later in our study this morning down through verse 15. The Bible says in verse number 12 of John 12, on the next day, much people that were come to the feast when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. As we're looking here, we know as we've studied this and perhaps uh, you uh, recognize that this is what we typically call Palm Sunday. This was a Sunday before the Lord was crucified and before his resurrection. And it is known as Palm Sunday. And even today, it's marked on our calendars as Palm Sunday. It was just a few days before the Passover on which the Jews enjoined by the law to choose their Paschal lamb. And they were required to do that. Knowing these things must have guided Jesus' actions, him being God and knowing the proper thing to do. Jesus offered himself to the people as Messiah. The religionists, again, wanted to kill Jesus, and we've seen that by their sinister plots, their evil thoughts, and how they hated the Lord to such degree, knowing that he himself must be from God because no man could do the miracles that Jesus did except God be with him. But yet they out and out rejected the Lord. But Jesus, even though knowing that they wanted to kill him, Jesus knew that his time was very short. In fact, he knew his hour had come. By entering into Jerusalem, 
He is symbolically coming in as king of peace. He is definitely proclaiming himself to be the promised Messiah. And he is that. And as we look at this this morning, we must consider today and think about the great symbolism and the great truth of Jesus coming forth and riding into the town of Jerusalem upon a donkey. Oftentimes, conquerors, uh, the coming kings and conquerors would ride upon a white horse as a symbol of power and authority and victory. But here we see the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords riding upon a donkey, symbolizing peace. Can I say to you that Jesus is declaring the peace that is to come? And let me say this to you and I. We look on the world scene right now, and uh, there's not a lot of peace going on within our country. There's so much division and hatred, and even outside our country, the world is a powder keg. But there will be no peace until the king and the prince of peace sets up his millennial kingdom and rules and reigns a thousand years from the throne of David. But by entering Jerusalem on that day called Palm Sunday, he comes as king of peace. Thank God that he is Messiah. And amazingly, the crowds of people are cheering for him as he arrives. Now, there are some writers that say that this was just really, not really, they were not really celebrating uh, the Lord Jesus. They were just waving the palms, and, and it just so happened that Jesus comes riding in during, that is, that is really a, a lie of the devil, because they were celebrating. They were so hungry to see him, and so rejoicing in thinking that this is Messiah. And it's amazing how quickly the crowd is turned by the religionists. But we look here and we see this crowd of people who are cheering him as he arrives. I can only imagine a great crowd, a multitude of people who were there in Jerusalem, who wanted and had a hunger to see the one who was the miracle worker. And they wanted to see him. Some of them wanted to hear him. And then some wanted to murder him. There's no question about that. In verse number 13, I want you to notice the Bible says they took branches or took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Now, this was not done in a corner of the city of Jerusalem. Jerusalem was filled with multitudes of people who wanted to see Jesus. Hosanna is an interesting word. If you underscore in your Bible, you might want to underscore that and maybe write a little side note on that. The word Hosanna means, oh, save. It is a an exclamation. Uh, uh, it is a uh, an exclamation of adoration, and, and that's exactly what it means. It means, oh, save, and they were looking at the one who could save them, and they were crying out, Hosanna. Boy, what a blessing that is to think about that. The palm branches are symbolic of peace and triumph and victory, and that is what oftentimes it is that palm branches were used after a battle, after a war, to declare 
peace and and to declare triumph and to declare victory. But here the people gather palms and they go out to meet Jesus, the Prince of Peace. And as we read verse number 14, the Bible says, And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, set thereon as it is written. Now, John does not go into the details of the miracle of how Jesus acquired this donkey. But can I tell you, it is one of the great miracles of the Bible, and you should read that for yourself. It is a very miraculous story how Jesus acquired this donkey. Since our text does not detail it, I am not going to go into the details of it for the sake of time today. But I want to encourage you on your own to read the story of how the a donkey was acquired. And it's very important to know this. And it's very rev relevant for you and I to understand this miracle. It's found in Matthew 21, verse 1 through 16. You should write that down and read that later, maybe even today. Or you can turn to Mark and read in Mark chapter 11, verse 1 through 10. Or you can look in Luke chapter 19, verse 29 to 40. If you read all of those, you will become very familiar at the miraculous event of acquiring this donkey. And it will encourage your heart to know that Jesus is God. That's another proof. And it could be nothing else. He knows everything about everything. How the disciples acquired the donkey for Jesus is an amazing and miraculous story within itself. Notice in verse 14, And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, set thereon as it is written. Now, what does that mean, preacher? Well, it means that uh, uh, we're going to look at verse 15, and then I'm going to give you uh, an Old Testament verse to go with it. Excuse me. Verse 15 says, Fear not. Let me reread verse 14. And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, set thereon, as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold thy king cometh, sitting on an ass's colt. You see, there it is, in essence, of why Jesus had to have the donkey. And because to fulfill the scripture. This is a fulfillment of an Old Testament messianic promise found in the book of Zechariah chapter number 9 and verse number 9. The Bible says rejoice there in Zechariah 9 9. Rejoice greatly O daughter of Zion. Shout O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation. Lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a colt the foal of an ass. Can I tell you, that is a messianic promise. Jesus fulfilled every messianic promise in the Bible. Now, this is where I want to try to bring us to and try to close in just a moment. I realize that I'm running a little lengthy again this morning, but there is a couple of writers who wrote a book called Evidence That Demands a Verdict. It's talking about Jesus and the evidence that proves that he is the Son of God. Josh and Shane McDowell, they quote a mathematician by the name of Peter Stoner and that book, Evidence That Demands a Verdict. And I'm going to read you what the mathematician Peter Stoner says 
and I'm going to quote their book, what it says. We find that the chance that any man might have lived down to the present time and fulfilled eight prophecies of Scripture concerning the Messiah to be one in ten to the seventeenth power. That is one and seventeen zeros behind it. This is one hundred quad quadrillion. That's a number that I can't even say. So you see, just eight of the messianic promises. Peter Stoner says in his mathematician, and he's a and that's what he is, a mathematician, he has figured out that to fulfill that it would be the odds would be just fulfilling eight of the messianic promises would be one in 100 quadrillion. That's that's pretty high odds, isn't it? But that was just for eight prophecies. Jesus fulfilled over 300 messianic promises. Some estimate 365. Some say 323. But I don't know exactly how many of them that we can accurately say. But what if only eight of the Messianic promises were really clear? But I believe there's over 300 that are very clear. But if there were just only eight, one in a hundred quadrillion. Now, that's an amazing statistic. What proof and what more proof do we need that Jesus is the Son of God, the Messiah? What other proof? does anyone need to know that he is the anointed of God, the Christ? Hallelujah! What a Savior we serve today. We'll pick back up tomorrow, Lord willing, right here in John chapter 12. We're going to look in verse 16, and we'll begin there tomorrow in our study. Lord willing, we'll be back at 8.30 a.m. in the morning for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. And until then, meditate upon those thoughts Oh, not just eight of the Messianic promises, but well over 300 did Jesus fulfill. I don't think they could be a number to put one in however many, because I don't think you could come up with a number, because it's, it's absolutely impossible for any person other than God to fulfill all those promises. And Jesus, because he fulfilled those promises, will fulfill the promises he made to us. So we can rejoice in that today. May God bless you. Lord willing, we'll see you in the morning. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all.